0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Steve Martin. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. She's strong. Her first baby, come out sideways. (laughs) She didn't scream or nothing. Cue the theme song. Is this a coincidence or what? <laughs> have a seat.
1: I've never seen a guy get picked up by his testicles before. Six bucks in my right, net says we're not landing in Chicago. Do
2: you have any idea how glad I am I didn't kill you? Do you have any idea how glad I'd be if you
1: had? You play with your balls a lot. Do not.
0: My okay, in 1987, John Hughes returned to the scene following up some fucking huge movie that he did with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, <laughs> and this one's for all you American Thanksgiving lovers out there. We got John Candy, Steve Martin, cameo by Kevin Bacon, eh? Huh? Nah. Oh, yeah. everybody likes bacon
1: it sounds like someone did their research slew of other <laughs> <laughs> slew of other
0: people in the cast and uh yeah this is a, a thanksgiving comedy about trying to travel home and what it means to have family right yes yeah
1: uh the one thing that was weird is um i wonder if uh people still today take it as seriously that, that he didn't get to be there for his because like the the main the, the the arc of the covenant in this movie is he wants to be with his family for Thanksgiving day to eat yeah. the turkey. And and uh, I wonder if like over, you know, 2019, if, if that's as big of a deal as it was in no, the No, now people are
2: looking for an excuse not to. Yeah. Like the first thing that went wrong, they'd be like, oh, too bad. Can't make it. Oh, no. Home with Sorry. wife and all the kitties. I yeah. guess he didn't have to cook the meal. I'm just no. wondering if it's
1: the steaks or... Different now,
2: and his wife just looks always on the verge of crying, like it might be a yeah, sensitive she's a, moment. She's
0: a sad face, she's actually. a
1: two, she she's a two a face. Sometimes she looks super hot, and then like the next minute, she likes crying kind of scary.
2: Well, I wasn't addressing that shallow portion <laughs> of her being, Colin. The two face, <laughs> well, that part of her two face.
0: Oh my god,
2: just the cryy, fucking less cryy. That's her two face.
0: Yeah, we uh, so I mean we're thrown into this movie pretty quick. Uh, Steve Martin's a, a he's like an ad exec, it seems like. Um, maybe not an exec, but he's working for an ad company. He does and well. They're either presenting to a client or presenting to his boss. That again is not really clear, but it doesn't really matter. He's just trying to get home for Thanksgiving meal. Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, it's, defi- <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> sure. It's definitely the client that they're presenting to. It's he's uh, he's definitely uh, the client of the. I love how he will pause and, and then take op- the breath in and then open his mouth. And then everyone will like lean in a little bit and look so intent on what he's going to say. And then he just like, goes back to reading the things again. That was a really funny moment actually. Yeah. Kind of got me, got me back into, uh, the spirit of the movie or the humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and his buddy, his coworker or whatever, is like, you're never going to make the 12 or whatever the time it was he was saying.
1: I think the inciting incident is, uh, when he meets John Candy. Uh, in the airport like yeah. when they start to talk to each other because, i knew i knew yeah. you because you don't
2: think the the mm. cab would be
1: no because if you think about it um doesn't matter if he get the flight was going to be delayed anyway it True. was but like the, if he never meets john candy and they don't they don't become friends then he
0: would have probably got home a lot sooner
2: yeah but the tension <laughs> but the john tension it. really starts from the cab isn't it because he recognizes him that's true.
0: I I so and just before that, I love the kind of chasing down the cab with Kevin Bacon scene. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it, it's the kind of fun. The music's really great in that. And though. the fact that they like they're getting ahead and not. Steve Martin's really funny to watch running. He's like <sighs> pumping his arms and he's like so happy when he sees Kevin Bacon get held up and then boom, he goes ass over tea kettle wherever that saying came and from. And shooting the, they were shooting the chest.
1: They were shooting all that shit, which was amazing in like a huge famous street of new york city like was really was not so expensive at the time to yeah. shoot, shoot like that's a location yep that would be crazy expensive
2: yeah i bet you they did that pretty quick
1: yeah they would have had to and it was like rush hour and stuff because they would have needed all those cars and taxis what why not use what was there you're not going to like pay for that yeah it's like free
0: and there's a little haggling with the attorney Anyone would to pay 50. Surely pay seventy
2: five. Yeah. Not
1: necessarily. Yeah, I like how he seventy five. That motherfucker set the fifty, and then he fucking up once it. he saw the
0: guy was going to pay.
2: But he he establishes he's a dick. He's like uh, he's like, can I appeal to your good nature? He's like, I don't have a good nature. <laughs> <laughs> You're a thief. Close. I'm an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer
0: jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, it gets to the airport. Everything's delayed, and uh, happens to be sitting across from the man who stole his cab. And John Candy doesn't see it that way.
1: The thing about this movie, too, is John Candy. I fucking hate him immediately when I meet him, too. But the thing that this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, sure. Does he's know, an easy target. But yeah. the thing that this movie. Because I do fucking not like him. Yeah. I, I actually was forgot the movie plays you this way. But I fucking hate John Candy's character until they start to fucking. You start to get to know him and then you start to understand, like. That yeah. he's a got a big heart, and then you start to like him. It's exactly the same with Steve Martin. Steve Martin fucking hates him when he pulls he off his him. sock and starts oh. whipping it in front of Steve Martin's oh, face. My dogs I, are barking today. I fucking hate John <laughs> Candy. I fucking hate and Steve, I,
0: Steve Martin when he's looking all uncomfortable when the socks start coming off, and he's like scratching his neck. He's like, "Oh God, no!" That's, no. When,
1: he, that's when he's talking, yeah. and uh, he says he doesn't like to talk, and then he starts to like, yeah, physically have a physical reaction to him yeah not stopping yeah so he like pulling his shirt collar yeah like he can't breathe <laughs> <laughs> he's so claustrophobic he's in the middle between the snoring coughing man and then john candy socks yeah, yeah the worst flight ever yeah
0: that would be horrible so and the
1: stakes there i mean are they
0: they the, the troubles begin they, well the take hold
1: they just, they he establishes like, and he they establishes he's a little bit of a.
2: Well, he's a, a little neurotic. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. clean and. Yeah, he's 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 got a very particular life, and things don't usually deviate from his like norm that yeah. he's established right he i think you well, get that right away well you house. do you get both of those guys right away You right from the cab you can see steve martin running and shit like that and then john candy steals it you know who john candy is like he doesn't even fucking notice that he's stolen the cab from somebody yeah. uh, do
1: you guys actually though do you think that he didn't notice
2: no he didn't notice. i don't think he did because it on he's, he's a he's an oblivious kind of guy
1: but later on with the credit card and stuff well we can get yeah this. we we'll can talk to that. about yeah there's a part in the movie where he gets his credit card and buys a car with it and then he claims that he thinks steve martin gave it to him or put it in his wallet yeah Yeah.
0: why would i put it there
1: and we we understand (laughs) we saw what happened yeah but but do you guys believe that john candy actually thought that that or do you think he just took advantage he is a pretty
0: he's a pretty good nature guy i'd say he had a quick conversation in his head and was like i don't think he'd mind or
2: maybe he did put it there so he put
1: it it. back in his wallet without him knowing yeah so
2: yeah. that's suspicious it, behavior to me. Well, that's nice behavior. He'd be like, "Oh, he gave me this card. Now I just give it back to him."
0: Yeah. See, and the thing is, maybe he thought that uh, Steve Martin's character was uh, well enough to do to not really care. But the other thing is that, as you learn about John Candy throughout the movie, is that he, he doesn't really have a home. So he's a survivor. He like he's traveling. He's selling his shower curtain rings or earrings, as it turns out, um, and probably does a lot of what it takes to. To get by and uses this personality to get out of some sticky situations i do yeah. think
2: that it was just a matter of like he was in a spot and he had a, a solution yeah well, presented probably, in front of him and it wasn't like a, it wasn't gonna hurt steve martin steve martin's clearly doing really well he said he's gonna pay him back yeah. and that's the thing is you can tell john candy would be the type of guy where he'd be like i'm gonna i'm gonna borrow this and like it doesn't make me feel good but <laughs> yeah. I, I have the best intentions
0: My, the best intentions to pay it back though i probably won't because
2: i'm Selling More. fucking shower curtains. They also, and I've never looked for a better career.
1: They also do have a good, uh, a good way of getting Steve Martin to be stay with him when uh, he approaches him at the airport. Mm-hmm. Says if you want a hotel, yeah, I can get you one. I and then one. Steve Martin sees one of those people, simil- looks like sleeping him, on the look, looks like him sleeping beside a garbage yeah. can, and he's like, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. And I love the cab.
0: Oh, my God. The, and this the is cab, in Wichita, right? The, the first yeah. location? Yeah,
2: Wichita. Yeah, it's like the Latino gangster cab. Yeah, and the music that's playing and <laughs> the,
0: stuff. The, the driver turned around and giving him the eyebrows up. And, and he's
1: got that hair. Yeah. The driver's got that hair. And he, that and driver, it's so far
0: from the airport, too. Yeah. So far, like so inconvenient.
1: And and he, uh, he looks... That driver I've seen in other things.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, he took them in this... He's actually in Breaking group. Bad. He's the junkyard guy from Breaking Bad.
1: He is. Yeah. He's also the guy who plays the fake Kramer in Seinfeld. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. When they do a TV show yeah. uh, about oh, Seinfeld. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy is Kramer. That's funny. He, did, he, they think he stole the raisins. And uh, he's like, <laughs> stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and That's so then,
0: then comes their first... This, this is where they have to share the room and with one bed right yeah yeah and
2: candy spills beer on it
0: and has all his underwear and socks in the sink and shit like that he there's, uses, there's all, the, uses all, the all the towels that's this is where i really hate john candy's character dell um like cuz he's annoying before and you're just like he's always so fucking happy and it, it, it's just coming at the movie's coming at you from steve martin's position where he's like really annoyed and loathfully going through all this but then when they're in that room sharing Oh my God. Yeah. So, so, so bad. For this him.
1: movie, the first cut of this movie, uh, when they edited it together, so the screenplay was 145 pages long. <laughs> so, and, and how so, long
0: would a typical hour and a half comedy script uh, be?
1: 90. Yeah. So, so, so uh, <laughs> so he went to, um, when he, Steve M- Martin auditioned, he said, uh, he, he liked the script, but you're gonna, you're gonna cut it down, right? And John Hughes is like, why would I do that? So this, the, the <laughs> first edit of this movie was three hours and 42 minutes long. Jeez. Wrong, And they then edited it down from there. This is from the editor who said this. And then they edited it down from there to two hours. Ugh. And then they showed that to test audiences. And then they edited it down to an hour 32. So they took off from the original version, they took off like- Two hours. Half.
0: Two and- t- Over half, yeah, two hours. Two uh,
1: hours and 10 minutes they cut from yeah. this movie. This is a perfect example to directors and writers out there. I'm not going to say who (laughs) about making comedies. You shoot long and then you edit. And like that is not what's happening today. You should not be making. No one should be making two and a half hour comedies. No one should be doing that. I think salaries
2: that. have gone through the roof, so they're just really trying to cut down on using them.
1: It's directors who don't have a sensibility for the audience. They only they only want to put. They love their movies so much that they.
2: You have to kill your babies.
1: They they yeah. They're just putting everything in because like this is a perfect example of a guy who. Who wanted to make a uh, successful movie that audiences were going to enjoy and like still watch over time
3: because
1: mm. yeah. this isn't a big commitment I, I was i actually thought this movie was longer before i started watching it yeah lots oh. happens in that hour and it does minutes. this movie
0: is non-stop they're always on the go and then yeah, they it just move the reason i really like it and, and it's some of the holiday feel but there's tons of tenderness in this movie that's like actually really well done. Um, as much as you go from hating Dell at the start and part, part of what Steve Martin does, you, you kind of like, he's going through it. He doesn't want to be there, but there are a couple of scenes where he tries to split them apart and it, it like, it hurts your feelings almost.
1: Yeah, um, well, that
0: he's doing that. You're like, don't don't be mean to Dell. He's just.
2: But you only really feel like that after that initial engagement, yeah. in the hotel room where Steve Martin rips him, and then he rips him for so long that you're even like, Jesus, like he goes just oh. leave at this point, yeah, you I know? Think, and I the think doll. that was, and he's yeah. got the string, yeah, you pull it back, 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 back.
1: And watching it again this time, uh, <laughs> that speech where where he fucking lays into John Candy, yeah, I believe that that was many takes of what they were going to do, and they uh, they edited a bunch of different together that would be the, be the best way yeah to do because it. they kept cutting back to john candy's face while he was doing it yeah and that was to intercut the other takes yes. i believe but it made it heart-wrenching because you saw <laughs> candy's face yeah
2: but that's yeah. the thing is like i think everyone has Person like this in their life, a breaking point, right? Yeah. Like oh, a, I could, say a breaking yeah. point. No, everyone has a breaking point, of course. But yeah. I mean, everyone has like one of these people where they're like, if you look at it really at the core nature of your relationship with that person, they're like a really good person. But there are just things like little idiosyncrasies about them that just drive you fucking crazy, and you don't get it <laughs> until you get to like one of these moments where you, maybe you become the asshole, and then you think back, you're like, I probably didn't need to go the overboard yeah. here, right? Like they're. <laughs> the, the the issue here really isn't significant I think that's where Steve Martin gets to Where he's like This actually didn't need to be a breaking point I didn't need to be such a big yeah. dick I could either stay or go I'm I don't
1: know I don't know Because don't know. it built so hardcore Like I, I really he feel so. he fuck- so
2: It does build But I, I know, mean but You're it,
0: telling a story Here's the idea Have a point
2: <laughs> <laughs> Because the reason why Makes
0: I, it so much more interesting For, for the, the listener, listener. <laughs> The reason why I
1: see it too Is that it that it starts with the uh, starts with a bathroom, right? And then it just gets worse and like a lot of it's verbalized, like he's like sleeping in a puddle of beer cause John Kenny spilled it. Yeah. Then he's reading with a lighter, then he starts doing that noise. Voice. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry?
0: He even apologized like sorry.
1: <laughs> and then if the when he breaks is when he does the, the is it what's that called? It has a name. That It's like ribs and a Oh, yeah. Something in a haircut. Yeah, yeah. So he does the... Yeah. And then there's a long pause. He's like... <laughs> yeah he's like that's it <laughs> and he flies out of fucking bed and he's just like oh my god yeah, yeah it was building the and, whole time and then,
0: but then Dell's response like his heartfelt response he's like you want to pick on me fine i'm an easy target and he just he totally like lays himself low to make steve feel even worse that he just kicked a, a dead horse or kicked a little child a or dog, something a, like that three like a dog i yeah. really love too. when Dell gets back into bed and then he like looks over once to see what steve martin's doing i just look that's why my voice went away from the mic and <laughs> he, quick, he quickly peeks over and then like rolls back over and, and like pretends to go to sleep. And Steve Martin just is like, "Fuck, he's right." The I resolution. Just, just snapped.
2: The resolution of this scene is very interesting to me because when Steve Martin crawls back into bed, like that's I don't know, it, it's weird to me because at, they had such a fucking breaking point. Like Dell, like that's another instance where you see how good a guy Dell is because. Yeah. Steve Martin that's like his apology by by getting back in the bike Yeah bed, it right? is yeah. and I like that and, But yeah. Dell allows it Yeah like and that's like his accepting the his apology His accepting the apology but and like that's all fucking awesome Great but, writing Yeah but at the same time like it just it gives you the biggest indication of like what kind of guy Dell is because he'd be in all of his right to just say like no you know, fuck off yeah. it
1: would have been so hard like as a writer i'd been i would have been so tempted to have like uh i apologize and like i accept your apology and there yeah. isn't none of that it's no so, words. so smart yeah. mm-hmm. like steve martin just gets back in bed and then you move on with the movie They're, they never speak of that again
2: no it's awesome and yeah. uh then it's really uh th- it gives it's a big dell thing i think yeah
1: and then yeah. the thief comes in Is that that nice? Steals their money, yeah. yeah. And then uh, yeah, there's never a moment you don't get a break. No, it's true. Steve Martin that because the editing, like they, because apparently they had so much more footage on the uh, hotel room. There was a scene, a musical number that either Steve that Dell did where he sang in a brush into the mirror in the bathroom when he was having it before a shower after shower and stuff. They had all this footage that they shot of like that the hotel, and they edited it down to that.
2: Sounds like you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's it's what you got to do yeah no for it sure sounds like me how <laughs>
2: because you take so many takes well, where's your other hand? No, filmed.
1: not other takes but like uh footage yeah
2: lots and lots and lots and lots but Anyways, no but but it was
1: different footage it was just like it was they cut out whole sections of that 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 motel like yeah. huge sections yeah, yeah no i believe it which is what you got to do because you don't because some of that stuff might have played and worked and This is a movie where I feel like he just went for it and then like once again, like what people aren't doing today is he whittled it down to the most essential story. Yeah. yeah what he needed to tell the story like w- that's what fucking editing is all about
2: instead of like the dating scene yeah. um in a 40 year old virgin
1: yeah and it's it's interesting yeah. that you bring that up because like i think the thing that we shot was a tw- uh, my original cut was 20 minutes long right no, and then I now longer even it that. was or maybe 21 or 22 minutes and it ended up being eight minutes yeah, yeah. so like that's you gotta edit At for the have audience. options that way
2: well you get a, like that's and like what he's saying is perfect because you get all of that footage you get so much material right mm-hmm. then you really have like then you have a full palette to work with right yeah. instead of you have like a couple scenes and you're like just gonna do that like why not you're already there you're already set up free ball some shit, right yeah.
1: yeah and even the thing that free we ball. our project could have been much more comedy but cuz we had so much more funny stuff in there but it ended up being coming more serious just because that stuff was the better way of going
2: yeah well you kind of find you find a new road like maybe that's not everybody but i mean you you can find like a new path through like you think you're doing something, but it turns out you're doing something else because just the best material steers that direction. Yeah,
1: and that's what I learned from that process. And watching this movie, and I can't believe that there was ever a version that was three hours and forty two yeah. minutes. Well,
2: I, th- I would like to see it just. So to would
0: see I. It. Yeah. Think back to as well. Um, knocked up when we did knocked up. We we liked that movie a ton. Thought it was a bit too long, and said it would have been really tough to cut the scenes because we liked all the secondary characters and main characters. So while there was stuff that could have gone, it's hard to choose what what happened and maybe this was in the same boat where they just maybe they did have a bunch of great stuff but the end result uh getting this down to an hour and a half is both challenging and and it just ensures that this movie keeps rocking along and
1: yeah keeps through time i i also also think we you can't necessarily give all of the credit necessarily to to the director writer he probably had really strong personalities as producers and editors yeah. Who are like guiding his decisions and like helping him along with the process and like forcing him to make the tough decisions. And hopefully
0: the actors too, because Steve Martin and John Candy say this is like one of their favorite movies. movies. they've ever done,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, but like that's the thing is like you have over three hours on the first cut. Not surprising. You no. you have Steve Martin and John Candy that's fucking true. doing the doing the and definitely oh, yeah. they're they're um what's the word I'm looking for? They're just going off the cuff, right? Yeah. ad lib ad living, right? Those guys I'm would sure, definitely yeah. get opportunities to just kind of come up with new shit, right? And I bet you there's so much good material hidden in a vault somewhere. Yeah.
1: But that's what they said is it said a vault in Paramount is the 2-hour version. They don't know if the 3-hour or 42 minutes still exists, wow. but the editor knows the 2-hour version still somewhere. That's crazy cool. Even two another half an hour on this movie, like think about no. just that alone. Yeah. Was no. that's okay.
2: crazy. This movie made me sad that John Candy's gone. Yeah, yeah really me too. sad. Love that guy.
1: So then after the robbery, they wake up in the, mo- the two pillows scene. Yeah.
0: So this movie. Where's is your the, other hand? Was Between Two Pillows? <laughs> ben- yeah. Those aren't pillows. Oh. Uh, and then they shake it off and start talking about the bears. There's how, so much. How soft is Steve Martin's
2: ass? Yeah, it must be pretty fucking There's sweet. so much like, uh, down. Yeah.
1: homophobia in this movie, mm. too. Like, as soon as they get into. There's a homophobic song that's like. That's like them looking around the room, realizing there's only one bed. Yeah. And then true. looking at each other. Oh, yeah. It's just like
0: homophobia. Yeah. It's di- like di- di- the di- worst thing ever that they would have to di- di- snuggle di- di- up. But. Di- <laughs> d- even without the the, the homophobic implications, that it still would small. be fucking weird to sleep with a guy you just met it's true it would be bed. yeah so i mean depending on strangeness but but there's i mean, a lot of guys doing that every day yeah but, but then their worst nightmares were realized when his hand was between his ass cheeks gently stroking his anus but you i mean s- they
2: both liked when the kisses were happening
0: <laughs> you could see when yes you're yeah, you Steve c- liked me a little spoon
2: sorry yeah, he did it's called <laughs> a jetpack
1: <laughs> you could <laughs> <laughs> see you could see the fear in their eyes and then the, the icebreaker was, you want to have a shower? No! And he's like, "No, not with me." And he's like, "Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you want to go first. <laughs> There's the homophobia. Yeah. And then the, uh, other,
0: the another funny part is that as they both are waking up and they realize that they're cuddling and where your hand, like they don't immediately pull apart. They're just still like cuddled together and they're, they're talking. They're, they're like, "Frozen. What's so, going on? here? You did you just kiss, my kiss my me? He's like, why, why are, are you, you holding, holding my hand?" hand? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Where's your other hand?" Between
1: two pillows. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: at least it was his hand and not his cock. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Probably was in the three hours. Those pack. aren't pillows. Oh. Yeah, I love that scene. Is one of the iconic ones from this movie.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then once again, they uh, they go straight back to over masculinity. They're like, "You see that football game? Oh yeah, I was oh. Hell of a game! a game! The, all the way! All Ugh. the way! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're going like making sounds like that. That's, the old,
2: that's the old school humor there of like, yeah. blow it off and stuff. I, st- I don't mind that stuff. I still
1: think that works.
0: Yeah, that's fun. Now the thief did the thief did ta- the thief didn't take their wallets, just took their cash. Yeah, that's and Steve right. Steve
1: Martin had fucking seven hundred bucks. Yeah, well. So That'd here's
0: something else, too, is that credit cards were v- very different back in the day because people seemed loath to use them only unless it was a special circumstance. Yeah, I wasn't. Because why wouldn't today. he just charge his way all the way home? Like with whatever they're doing, he was very focused on using cash. So no. So.
1: Well, they were. He would have got charge flights but they couldn't get any so he started charging trains buses he was all that was on his credit card. yeah
0: but that didn't seem to it seemed to be something he was loath to do like he was really panicked about getting robbed and i was
2: like you just use your credit card seven hundred dollars i think cards weren't the same though back then either like like people didn't rely on them as much they were like a special like like, an encase yeah Yeah, it was back line of credit
0: yeah before they figured out to give you rewards points to drive you to spending on the I think in
1: yeah. '87, seven. Brent's right. Yeah. Seven hundred bucks would have been like two G's. Today. Yeah, probably. That would have been like two thousand yeah. dollars today or some shit. I bet crazy you'd be shit. more.
2: Mm-hmm. Seven hundred bucks. Do you know what a cab fare would have been back then? Like five bucks. Yeah, probably. You can't fucking get anywhere no, now it's without like 20. twenty at least. Yeah, just yeah. to move around downtown.
1: So it's probably like at least <laughs> twenty-one hundred bucks he had on him. That's a crazy amount of cash. It is. Yeah it's so like three times what.
2: But if, like John saying, if cards aren't yeah yeah being used, true. cash is your only game. It's yeah. not like ATMs are everywhere then either. So, yeah. and probably like to an get exact, a credit card was tough. Like or even you probably had to like.
0: John show Candy him. doesn't have one. No, exactly.
1: Dal had like what two hundred and fifty bucks on him or something. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah. And he
2: just made a big shower curtain sale. Boom. He's
1: like, you count it. If There's one dollar more. Then you can talk to me or whatever. Yeah,
2: it's empty. What? <laughs> You think so? Uh, we got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: they're just their delivery is so good in this. These guys are at their top of their game in this movie. Like this was both their heydays, both their primes. I think.
1: So the first time you start to like Dell is the obviously the speech where he says you could pick on me if you want, but yeah. like I like me and my wife likes me. But then I think when he's selling the uh, the curtains as earrings and stuff. You start mm-hmm. to like him even more. You're like, you, you could see he has some He's value. He's a good salesman. Like, he has value. Yeah. You see his
2: brilliance too. That's, that's the moment where you really see like his own special gift.
1: What, right? I, what, I, what I've thought. The in gift the, of gab. What <laughs> I've thought in the past is that maybe like, and obviously I would never want to know the answer to this, but that Steve Martin gets him a job as a salesperson with his company or something. Sure. Because he knows that Dell does have that value.
2: And, uh, and yeah. he
1: works in an industry where obviously a salesman would be valuable. That's the good yeah, thing about
2: not beating us over the head with a fucking ending. Yeah, you I know. Allow yeah. us to yeah. create, like, like a, yeah, exactly. oh, those guys stayed friends, and he's yeah. a close yeah. personal, and he becomes Uncle Fucking Buck. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, all that shit.
1: No, it's true. It lets you allows you to be open to creating your own narrative of what maybe happens in the future. You you don't totally need to know. Way of saying that. Yeah, yeah. I just like um, using the word narrative. Yeah. No, and so like not, not, only so is,
0: smart. not only is not only is Dell a good salesman, but he's resourceful because he's been around so much in the places they've been, he always kinda knows someone or a place they can go to get let in or, or talk something. Talk like the truck driver into something. Yeah.
2: Who builds such a strong relationship selling shower curtains that people feel like they need to do favors for this guy all the time? It's, like
0: it's his personality, like you just how love him.
2: Crazy. Yeah, he
0: would never try and oversell you. You you'd say no and he'd be like, "Great. Okay. I'll stay at your hotel anyway or whatever." But but you make that sale, he delivers with a smile on his face always good conversation you'd remember
2: that guy it's you telling me that he had enough shower curtain rings in that fucking briefcase for a whole hotel how much he's like that'll be ten dollars like what the hell it's when does he re-up
1: it's optimism though too yeah like people are genuinely not optimistic and people are genuinely a bit what's the word i'm looking for they're a bit cynical uh, cynical cynical, and like kind of a little bit angry yeah, and when you meet somebody who's optimistic, it makes you kind of want to be optimistic too, because you're like, speak
2: for yourself. Makes me uncomfortable. Plus, John Candy <laughs> has
1: no reason to be optimistic, so it makes a per- another person yeah. go, "Oh shit! If this person is optimistic, why the fuck am I such a bitter dick?" So it, it, you uh, like him?
0: You actually have to pull out the information on uh, John Candy's life. Like, it takes Steve Martin till near the end of the movie to stop thinking about himself and think more about Dell and some of the things he said that don't add up and realizing that his
2: wife's, like, gone and he has no place to go. Um, well, Steve Martin needs to get to a place where he's not stressed anymore because yeah. he's, he's so driven on that solo point of, like, I need to get home, I need to get home, I need to get home, he never reflects. No, ever. And it's only when he's finally on a train and he can, like... He has a that breath. decompression yeah. Yeah. and he sits back and then he's like, wait a minute. He's and he's like laughing replaying. too,
0: remembering everything. He's yeah, like laughing yeah. at their funny moments and then thinking more about the man he just left and and the camaraderie they've built. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, the brotherhood at war. Yeah, it's yeah. one of
2: those things where it's like, um, like Stephen Rinella talked about on the Joe Rogan podcast about like there are things that you do that aren't fun when you're doing them, but the memory of them is like the best right like yeah. camping and then the camping turns into a rainstorm and you guys end up staying in a tent all weekend and fighting through shit like that's miserable when you're doing it but later it's when you're thinking or, about it it's yeah. funny it's like one of those like cool experiences it that you're like i oh, remember when we did yeah. that shit yeah. that's steve martin afterwards thinking yeah. about like all this horrendous terrifying um defeating experience yeah but then he's like ah, it didn't turn out bad i'm going I'm home going and i'm home. gonna make it I mean, and then yeah like then he then you can laugh about that shit. I fucking love it. Yeah, but that's the that's a fucking huge sidetrack. Sorry. No, it's I think it's good. It's it's the heart of this movie that gets you. Yeah,
1: and so yeah. when they're in the diner, it's the first time after he made some money on his rings. Yeah. That uh, Steve Martin decides he's gonna he's gonna lay his cards out on the table and yeah. say I, I don't want to travel with you anymore. You know when
0: we get put our heads together and then John Candy's like nodding, smoking a cigarette, like Steve's gonna pay him a compliment. He's like we really get nowhere. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh. like, That's the card. And John Candy pays him out. Um, I know half huh. of the money. Well, like, that's
1: that's to make him feel guilty. I know. There's a little just, manipulation on Candy's part there. Yeah,
0: a little bit. Yeah, he's like, you take it. Well, then you leave it. You leave it. I don't care. It's yours. And I'm, I'm like, just, just leave like, it on the
1: uh, table. Then I, I'm not going to take it. Buy your kids a turkey. I think he says a chocolate turkey.
0: <laughs> so then it's the rental car, right?
1: Uh, well, yeah. So then that so that scene is very famous because they never say the
2: f word in this movie no. ever. Oh, and he goes overboard. He says here. it 18 times. Yeah, in, uh, I want. In th- a
0: Fucking car, right? Fucking now. I think they said (laughs) eighteen times. So it's a one-minute scene too—60 seconds from start to finish.
1: And this movie could have. This is another fucking great uh, side note: is that they could have gotten a PG rating on this movie at the time it was. If they would have taken out that scene, yeah, and just cut over it, but because they could have, yeah, because he could have walked up to the taxi stand and said, "Give me a car," but. But John Hughes wanted it in. So they had to fucking take an R rating just for that one scene. It's yeah, worth it. When she goes,
2: When she goes, oh, do you have your thing? And he's like, no, I threw it away. And she goes, well, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, what?
0: Like oh. Back in those days where if you don't have that piece of paper, like her computer is not hooked up to any network that would recognize You're not going to track anything. That. anything. They're getting no. nothing. No. Yeah. She She's would've... not
1: getting his money back. No. So, I want a- Fucking Honda, a fucking Toyota, a fucking
0: Datsun, uh, fucking four Buick. fucking wheels and a seat. <laughs> he was wearing two when he because he, he his journey over across the runway, across a runway, yeah, he, and across he, a fucking freeway. <laughs> he's when he walks in, he's got his tie. Tied up around his head to cover his ears yes so far and his good. shoes are fucked soaked and yeah and his pants crazy. are
1: fucked his jacket is fucked and he the music terrible. they're playing
0: um and you're messing with the wrong guy <laughs> oh yeah that's great it's just a cool little uh what do you call it montage thing to get him back there and then yeah that scene's amazing so then he's got his super attitude uh and he goes out into the sidewalk and <laughs> bitches at that cabbie guy who uh decks him and then picks him up by his nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's
1: all Dell's fault too, because Dell's the one who tells him to do it. And yeah. he's like, no. no He's like, I'll move my car, but I want you to help this man up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: he's like, no. He's uh, like no. Part of me wonders if Dell doesn't have the car that Steve Martin goes to get. Like, I bet you there's something cut there where Dell has the car that Steve uh, Martin's 100%, 100%. rented. Well, no, because he uh, goes and it's not in the spa, right?
1: No, but the the guy on the bus told him what it was, and it was a white something. Oh, did he? Yeah, he said it's a white. It wouldn't blah, make blah, blah, sense blah.
2: because he paid for the car with his credit yeah, card. Yeah, that's he? why I thought there could be a mix up. There it I Didn't a, catch it it that. He pointed must have been a
1: different out. credit card because he had a Visa and a Diners Club, and and Candy had his Diners Club, so he must have paid with his Visa.
2: Yeah, it was maybe. a Diners Club a credit card? Club? Oh, wait, it, it was, was back then. So
1: so anyways the car that that they drive in is based on the
2: uh the national lampoons national lampoons car yeah i saw um, that it was similar but i didn't pick up that yeah, it was supposed to be they
1: said it was like a hybrid uh, two-door of what because of those panels and stuff it yeah. looks very similar panel, yeah.
2: station wagon shit
1: i never noticed that till i read it i, I love when that caps. car
2: is so fucked up and the cop <laughs> pulls <laughs> him over and he's like do you think this is this is roadworthy and yes, he's sir. like yes sir, yeah I yeah i do yeah he's like, it doesn't <laughs> look good
1: but get you where you're going so yeah.
0: A couple of my fun, favorite scenes is when they're driving in the car. Um, when Candy's doing the mess around, yeah, he's doing his all playing the keyboards yeah. and stuff. That's all like hilarious. And then gets his, the way he gets his coat stuck is is plausible. And he's driving with his groin, and, and oh uh, my god,
1: it's so fun, and the music's great there too, then like they sp- dun, 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 Then dun. they
0: spit out, and he's screaming, and he cranks the car, <laughs> and they spin in three sixty. And Steve Martin's like, "What? What happened?" He's like, "Oh, we almost hit a deer." Yeah, it's a so deer. fucking good to scream. He never takes off his coat though, again. He, no,
1: he does. He still leaves it on.
0: <laughs> and then uh, then they're cruising on the wrong side of the road. That whole scene is funny. Like you're going the
1: wrong way,
2: and the whole time that fire's building.
1: Yeah, the, the whole thing—it's just
2: getting ready to go. The right? whole
1: thing with the car because it starts out with him with the funny voice, and yeah. he's like, "I never seen anyone get picked up by their testicles before." Yeah. It
2: took me a minute to to realize what was happening. I'd forgot that his because I was like, "What the fuck is going on with my voice, with my sound?" Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> his voice is altered." Because of the ball. And yeah. then
1: with the seat where where he's fucking with the seat, and then when Steve Mine I love that when it pushes Steve Martin's face up oh, against yeah. the windshield.
0: <laughs> you broke it. Why don't you do the re? How,
1: he's like, "How do you break a seat?" How do you a car seat?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. And then, yeah, when they blast between the two trucks and Steve Martin looks over at John Candy and he's got the devil outfit on. <laughs> and they stop so hard. I can't stop laughing at this, that Steve Martin's fingers get embedded in the dash and John Candy's yeah. bent the steering yeah. wheel over. Yeah. And they both have to be like... <laughs> Yeah. Which is
2: which is that whole scene is a deviation from the rest of the comedy, like because that becomes more slapstick. It's but it's true. But it's that it's around the time I love. I think it's super funny.
1: It doesn't actually. It doesn't feel out of place though. No, I think. It, no. It doesn't. I think it's because the accident was like they made it look so extreme, like John said. Yeah. Yeah. they're Going in between. It's, you buy it. Were, you buy it. I yeah. love the. I love their comments to the people who are screaming at the about how they're going the wrong way. And John, he's like, Ah, oh, they're drunk. How do they know where they we're going? They don't know where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he starts, how do they know where we're going. He starts doing like the gug. The drinking yeah. and then bleh, that's yeah, really funny yeah. too.
0: Yeah, uh, and then yeah, the car catches fire and burns, <laughs> and burns everything.
1: Yeah, and so I think that's actually my favorite scene because I love how the way that he directs it, where they're sitting on Candy's uh, chest, mm. and then you hear that, and you see it on the back, not the as, light, not his physical yeah.
0: chest, and they laugh, they laugh at first.
1: Well, and you see, you don't see the car yet, yeah. you see the flames on the backs of them. Yeah, you yeah. hear that sound, that you that ig- the igniting that. Yeah, and then you see the light change, and then you see him turn around, and it's just there's a long pause where they both realize it just takes a minute for their brains to like compute that this has gone even worse. Yeah, mm. and then he starts just laughing and yeah. laughing and laughing. He's like, "You finally did it to yourself." Yeah, yeah. Yo, How would you fucking pay for the thing anyway? Yeah, you like, can't. You can't.
2: Good you luck just... returning it. Yeah, and then yeah.
1: like John Candy's thinking it's hilarious too. Yeah,
0: he's like, "Maybe these
1: get... happiest pigs and shit to see you." And he gets
0: <laughs> busted. it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And even when uh, Steve Martin socks him in the stomach, he hurts his hand. Yeah. <laughs> so no, nobody wins in that situation. And then
1: he trips over the case yet again. <laughs> yet again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Steve Martin always had the capability to like deliver straight man funny lines and then add in the bits of slapstick um, kind yeah. of physical comedy into his stuff, which I really like. Not to the not to the extremes that someone like Martin Short would do it, but he just was always able to uh, make me laugh in that way. Steve
2: Martin's stand-up is always pretty wacky. I was
1: going to say yeah. that exact same thing. Is that stand-up was
2: oh steve martin's a wacky it was guy. physical like, it was physical think of and the jerk like he wrote the jerk yeah
1: yeah but his yeah. comedy was physical yeah.
2: oh yeah yeah he's a yeah he started out as like a like a magician and stuff like that involved in that stuff like he huh. kind of came up through like a performance
1: he also quit his stand-up once he realized uh that it was dated and he was going to have to completely change what his stand-up was to keep up with the the co- way comedy was going
2: oh see i read differently i read it was he was sick of it because he couldn't say anything without people thinking he was being funny and so he just got tired of it
1: on huh. on comedians and cars with coffee he said uh he hung it up because he knew that in his book he said something else yeah he said that he, <laughs> he knew that he was gonna have to he was either gonna have to go a completely different direction which might not work for him yeah or he was going to have to quit and he just decided he would focus on other things thank god because he like made he wrote movies yeah,
2: oh, yeah. he wrote books well, yeah. he's still writing books he's a huge art yeah. uh, fan now he's and he a, writes like a like books based on like the art world and he's, he's a, a banjo guy he's a, yeah he he's not a a, he's not
1: just a banjo guy he's a fucking award-winning grass grass what, yeah, what's that Bluegrass. a band? Bluegrass band. He's like one of those guys that player. probably
2: could do anything he wants He's to like do. He's got, he got ha- lots of interests and he probably is good at whatever he wants to put his mind to.
1: I always see him and Woody Allen is similar cuz Woody Allen writes books, movies, acts and then Woody Allen also plays in a jazz band. He plays like jazz clarinet. The, those two guys I bet you would get along really <laughs> well cuz they're like both like Woody Renaissance men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both those guys yeah. like they're not pigeonholed to no, they they One. took their
0: wealth and their fame, and they did they did awesome creative things. Creative
1: yeah. musically as well. That's Polymaths?
2: also is that the word polymath? Like d- diverse range of like interests and and activities and shit. Sure, yeah. Polyamers. I mean,
1: I think a lot of creative people have have uh, are good at different <laughs> things. But like to be to be award winning musicians as well as award winning writers, award winning actors. Like that's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's, it's good. Just too bad he didn't pick a good instrument. Uh, the banjo
1: uh, oh yeah but he fucking b- 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 smokes b- 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 it on b- b- that b- banjo yeah That's he true. smokes it but like you could smoke <laughs> it on the harpsichord it doesn't fucking rip a room <laughs> i don't know I, flute. I, I think they sell i think they sell their shit out i mean like it's not oh, my sure fucking it's, it's not it's my steve shit Martin. i don't no, want someone
2: likes it i don't want to party and the fucking performers will be zamphir uh steve martin's banjo and uh whatever fucking woody allen plays is uh, if, uh is he plays a, a clarinet got a role in digestion
1: <laughs> he does he plays the clarinet if you fucking saw either woody allen or uh, or steve martin at a party and they pull out a banjo or a clarinet you'd fucking walk over
0: pan flute solo take a peek Ooh, do, do, do.
2: if they pulled out a fucking uh, <laughs> knife i'd still walk <laughs> over i'd be like you're very well, famous and awesome you s- stabbing
1: if me if anyone pulls out a knife you're gonna walk over yeah. and see what they're gonna do with <laughs> that knife what do you? As long as you're not what are you gonna do
0: with that knife? <laughs> too close. Right, nice sidetrack on all this. Um, now we're gonna edit this out. <laughs> yeah. Later. So next they <laughs> next day, <laughs> now we're leaving it. Next they get on the John's train. John's like, it's gonna stay in. It's gonna in. stay in, boys.
1: John's like, I'm too fucking lazy to edit this out.
0: <laughs> so next, they're on the train, which uh, which breaks down. <coughs> what happens on the train? That's funny. Mm. Not much. Hey, that
1: train thing is a quick segue, yeah. and they, they fucking breaks down, and they're off to the bus.
0: Yeah. And that's where they meet... Uh, oh, the, sorry. They have to catch the ride on the truck first.
1: I think there's a chink in the armor in the editing because I feel like they have the conversation at the train where they couldn't get seats, which I don't know if that's true or not. But he's like, oh, I could get them together. It's Christmas or whatever. And then it breaks down like two seconds later and then he's back helping Dell carry the uh, crate.
0: Yeah, he sees him pulling it along the, yeah. along and then, the ground.
1: And then they do the bus where yep. he's like... Have you ever traveled by bus before? And Steve is like, no. I don't think your mood's gonna improve much. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I like that a lot because at that point their their relationship is such where they can like kind of poke fun at that, and it's I don't know, it's just as a nice segue to the rest of the movie. Yeah. and the bus
1: is fun.
0: The bus is kind of fun with all the singing and stuff. And um, Stevie tries to get uh, three coins in a fountain, but <laughs> everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Okay. Neil Griffith.
1: Neil Griffith. Everybody. Then, then <laughs> what <Neil> happens? <laughs> He's so, trying to <laughs> fucking
0: pump him up. On a, on a personal story, uh, I was traveling in uh, New Zealand earlier this year and I was on a tour bus to go do a, a, a vacation type thing, a tourist thing. And on the way back, they were having people sing songs uh, on the bus from their the country they were from. So there were some Danish and some Finnish people and they sang crazy songs. And then they were like, for whatever reason, I was kind of the leader of the group. It, that doesn't really matter, except he was like, so John from Canada, sing a song. And I had just watched Planes, Trains and Automobiles a few months before and I couldn't resist so I started singing the Flintstones song, and I got people on the bus to kind of carry in and sing that. And all I could think in my head was like, I'll never get to do this again, singing the Flintstones songs like Dell. Were they on singing? The, uh, on the bus. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. People kicked in. I was like, yeah. John had a uh, moment to be anybody he wanted to be, and he picked Dell. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I, did.
0: I did. I just did so awesome. Like, it, great, great I've got to be honest yeah. with
1: you, if, if I had the same opportunity, I think I would have done the...
0: Three coins in a family. Yeah, I did think about For doing sure. that, but I don't know. Each one bringing ha- no, happy, happy, That's actually that's the thing. only
1: one that I. That's actually the only lyrics I know is because of that movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had anything else. No. That's why
0: I didn't pick that one, and I in fact picked the Flintstones, which most people knew. So that was pretty funny. Um, oh, and also getting busted watching those two people making out um, on the. On I love the bus. how fucking candy
1: funny. fucking see that is where you see the dark side of candy because candy totally rubs it in. And the, his like, look on
0: his face, too. And he's, he's checking them out. Like, it's just that Steve Martin's sitting closer. Yeah. Why well, don't you take a picture? It'll last longer.
1: But he rubs it in. He's like, you got busted, busted. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think there's a little... That shows a little bit of a different side of him, which
0: it, is nice. It does, yeah. And at some point along the way, now I, it's hard, all this jams together. They, they're in Buddy's truck with the dog in the back. Uh, and he's telling a story about how his wife's baby come out sideways and she didn't scream or nothing. Um that's funny too.
2: Yeah.
1: I love that scene. Yeah, I I do think love that, that scene. those two characters I, what is that guy he's just clearing his throat. Uh, he does like, it, like three times. Yeah. They he answers a question and then he makes that strange clearing his throat sound.
0: Next bus comes out of stubbsville. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's such so a bad. weird character But that's what he does so great in this movie Is when he does introduce the cab driver Yeah Or the truck driver Yeah Or even Even like uh, the uh Even the police officer Who's a famous actor But are the guy behind the counter At the hotel Where he's like uh Where yeah. they give the watch and stuff Are yeah. Are his friend at the other hotel they're, Those characters stick out Even though they're on the screen Just for little bits of color 30 seconds Yeah like that's a great director that, that can make each individual character shine. We'll give
2: the that's actors some credit. Yeah, yeah. But no, you everyone
0: does a, everyone does a good job with these likable mm-hmm. likeable characters. Or
1: even the guy at the beginning who's looking at the uh, the layouts or whatever, he doesn't say anything and he's that character I remember him. Yeah. Where he's just like keeps taking off his glasses and looking at the photos. Yeah. It's just uh this whole movie has a plethora of great characters. Kevin Bacon yeah. The old man on the airplane. Yeah. Like, I remember everybody on here.
0: Yeah, on the- it's true. It's true. It all sticks out in my mind. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, we already kind of talked about the ending uh, where Steve Martin reflects back on the trip and his trauma turns into fond memories and he's laughing. He puts together that Dell doesn't have a place to go. And uh, when he goes back to see Dell and Dell's just sitting there alone, it's fucking so sad.
1: The Dark Knight of the Soul is when. Uh, when they're at the hotel and he's Steve Martin's outside in the the car. Oh yeah, and after the car burn. Yeah, and Steve Martin is inside his hotel room and he looks out the window and sees Dell like. Talking, yeah. talking to himself in the car about his wife. That's the dark night of the soul.
0: Yeah, and then they get in and they start having drinks. That's my favorite scene,
1: because that's the first time that they really, really connect, mm-hmm. is when they're drinking and eating, uh, I think it's Doritos.
0: Yeah, Doritos, nachos, something like that. And Doug's like, I haven't been home in years. Yeah. And then he says it's a figure of speech. But he just lays a little bit of groundwork. It's not too obvious. And then he talks his way out of it when he's called. And, and that's what Steve Martin kind of thinks of later. So
1: John Candy's so funny in that scene. Like, I laugh at all of the jokes when John Candy's talking about the chips. He's like, ah, oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and when Steve Martin's laughing, I think he's genuinely laughing at John Candy in yeah. that scene. It's not, it's not, uh, you know, acting. I no. think they're having a good time yeah, in that Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, Probably. Uh, and then when um, Steve Martin takes him back to his house and um, his his happy sad wife is there and they have like this this kind of passionate kiss moment that the whole family just kind of looks around fondly to watch that's that's a little strange because that probably doesn't happen much in real life um probably but, Steve martin put the groundwork on that he's like you watch me you watch this i know your wife is dead but you watch me because <laughs> they're they're kissing and then it goes back to john candy who like is nervously holding his hat in his hands and he has a weird smile on his face because he's probably thinking of his own wife uh, it's, a, I don't know. Or
1: he's thinking about jerking it off he's later like, to this.
0: Maybe. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's
2: that like, guy's been on the road for eight years. Yeah. His voice has been dead for that long. He's definitely got calloused hands. He's
0: like, remember this. So, remember
2: this always. <laughs> Spank, bank. So you could
0: look at that scene as like tender for sure, which I think was the intent, but also like, or this kind masturbatory of a, exploration a of that a, Colin's doing.
2: A little bit of a dick move
0: from Steve Martin to like heavy petting make out with his wife in front of this guy whose wife is dead. You
1: could, you could also. Yeah, no I mean, too.
2: I don't think so. What's he got yeah. to hide his whole life now? Because, because yeah, John Candy's. It's, little. it's been eight years. Yeah, Owl. he's about That's to get true. a sales job. Colin That's said. True.
1: And the editing in this movie is great for the end of the movie because once he sees Dell there in the train station, everyone in the audience knows, and it's all fucking that he doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. All he has to do is say it to confirm our suspicions. And yeah. he's like, she's been dead for blah, blah, blah years. Yeah. Cut to them walking to his house. We don't see him give the offer. No. We don't see any more conversation. It's just fucking boom. Yep. He's fucking helping him out. And that's a triumphant music as they're walking with the crate or the chest towards his yep. house. And he's like kind of being like humble. He's like, oh, maybe I'll just stay for a minute. And he's like, come yeah. on, just just come. Just come into the house. You don't need anything no. else. It's just like, it's... And once again, I guarantee you that's not writing; that's editing. Yeah. But you know, there's tons of fucking speeches, and fucking dialogue that was all edited out. Yeah.
0: And the last, the last <clears> shot <throat> is on Dell, isn't it? Before it cuts to black.
1: It's exactly same ending as Uncle Buck. It's the freeze frame of John Candy smiling. Yeah. Which is another John Hughes movie. And
0: and then I, I I also love that they leave it open for us after that. Maybe he offers him a job. But you know what? If he just took him back to his place for Thanksgiving, gave him a place to stay for a night. And, and as a guest maybe two and then he was on his way like that would be fine too that's that not would be a that's nice not thing. my story but no it's not but but <laughs> either way it goes like there's there's no like bad ending you could do there um and i like that it's left open i yeah. like the job offer kind of i feel thing. like for so. me
2: they bring john candy into the relationship and he becomes like this the bear, the bear? yeah <laughs> <For> and like <laughs> me. they can both come home when they have bad days and they can cry on his chest he's this big lovable guy he also. Hung like a donkey, and so he pleases both of them to like maximum satisfaction. And you've never seen Steve Martin uptight again because he just really needed that release. Remember yeah. when I told you it was my hand? It wasn't. <laughs> it was for my. It was my gigantic dingus. <laughs> gigantic dingus. For
1: me, almost, I, I, I don't have any information to confirm this, but for me, in a weird way, I feel like Uncle Buck is the sequel to this movie because it shows. A John Candy. That's
2: what I was saying earlier, really, yeah. Yeah,
1: I really do feel that way because it shows the John Candy trying to adapt to living in the suburbs with his family. Mm. That's not his. And uh, so it's almost like, I'm sure John Hughes thought, you know, that would be a funny idea. Except
0: like, the character is not like Dell.
1: I mean, there's similarities. No, he's, he's there's a little some, bit more,
2: but more it's uh, candy. But yeah, he's, he's more of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he's more aggressive. Yeah, it, it, here's a quarter. could <laughs> know, go, go it down subway. to
0: Subway. It's rat and all that thing he, off your face. <laughs> yeah. The thing
1: That's, about Uncle yeah. Buck is he has a he has the self confidence that Del does not True. have. Like the, his girlfriend Shanice wants him to commit, and he yeah. will not commit no matter what she does. Yeah, it's so funny. But yeah, it's a very different character, which yeah. shows how diverse candy is. It's true. Cuz those yeah. characters There's lots of candy. Oh yeah, Nobody loves
0: candy. Yeah. Put yep. it in your mouth.
1: The end of uh the end of uh the Christmas or uh, the vacation movie oh, is a yeah. totally different candy. It is. The yeah. security guard. Yeah. Oh who they yeah. Costed, at Wally World. They paid him a million dollars to be in that movie. Wow. A million dollars.
2: Dude, he was gigantic though at that time. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. He, I
1: and Canadian really missed yeah, like really tragedy that that guy died
0: yeah not totally unexpected but yeah but you think there.
1: about him <laughs> in pretty round did you guys ever see his performance in jfk when yeah he plays the it's lawyer
0: the, he's the uh cajun lawyer yeah yeah fucking great fucking hilarious like oh, yeah. super
1: dramatic yeah for him and like it's very small he role. sweats a lot
0: in that movie yeah every fucking life
1: yeah so, Johnny?
0: Calling it, uh, yeah, Planes, Trains, Automobiles holds up. Um, this is, like, the quintessential uh, Thanksgiving film. And maybe the stakes aren't quite as high now. You just call up the wife and be like, look, snow, I'm not going to make it. Probably I'll try, but no big deal. I'm just going to hang out here in Wichita. Um, but it's it's such a, a great blend of, like, actually still comedy that still holds up even this this long after. Um doesn't go too overboard with exposition or slapstick it just blends it all together really well pulls the two characters apart and just gets them coming back together the whole time and the heart in this movie by the end of it um if if you don't get the feels for for them taking john candy into the home uh, this movie does maybe a better job of that than any other movie where you're taking someone who uh, doesn't have something into your home uh so yeah it holds up good movie really good flick fun short always on the go it doesn't feel like 90 minutes it's um it goes quick and there's always shit happening plausible shit too what's up dog
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't laugh as much in this movie anymore because not because it's not funny but because i've just seen it so yeah. fucking many times over 50 times like yeah i don't funny. even know how many but yeah but one thing that i really noticed this time um was the directing. And then the second, the thing that was great is also that we never talked about much was the music in this movie is fantastic. All the music, think about the beginning music with the running after the cab was like totally different. I think about the music at the end is it's almost like more instrumental, but there's a lot of that digital music and stuff that goes on like you're messing with the wrong guy and yeah. all that stuff like the music in this movie is so good It me, yeah it,
0: it gets the job done for sure it's just yeah. like
1: it stands out like i can hear the music in my head when we were talking about the scenes it really is, I think, a thing that's underrated for this movie. But yeah, this movie totally
0: holds up. Yeah, the, the defeated line. Do, 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 do. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and they play that after, like, Steve Martin usually is resigned to the fact that they're moving forward at the next stage of their adventure. Yeah. Something's failed. And it's just, like, so sad and accepting. Like, okay. And it, it fucking works. It does. It does. Brent,
1: yeah. This movie holds up, Brent.
2: I hate it. And I don't like it. And I want to I don't like turkey. I don't like turkey, and I don't <laughs> like Thanksgiving, and I don't like family, and I don't like round <laughs> actors, and I don't like gray-haired actors. The movie holds up. It's a great movie. I like watching it. I actually was laughing out loud Yeah. Um. in, in, you know, uh, relation to what you were saying, where you were like, I've seen this so many times. I've seen it a lot of times, too, but I was actually, I, it stuck out to me because I was laying on my couch watching it, and I found myself laughing, and, uh, and that's pretty surprising because I don't... Generally, like laugh out loud, even when movies are really funny, it's more just like you're like, haha, in right? a monologue chuckle, yeah. But the movie actually had me going, so um, pretty outstanding that I can do that after this many views and after this long a time. And um, what else am I gonna say? Fucking ping bong ping bong bing bong 30 good, is it 30, 30,
1: 33, 32 years old,
2: yeah? Wow, that's crazy, no, that is crazy.
0: Ooh.
1: Holy shit, that yeah, is fucking. Fuck
0: thanks for that insane (laughs) but no but the the fact that the fact that
1: this (laughs) (laughs) this holds up after that amount of time is very crazy well because comedies usually lose a huge
2: stride like dramas can maintain because usually the themes are a little bit more pertinent but comedy like what's funny changes so much
1: yeah Yeah, and we've talked about that from movies that were 10 years old and 20 years old are like groundhog day and uh
2: but you see it when the themes are different, right? Like this is just like an odd couple kind of unfortunate thing happening. And like, that's, that's timeless, that kind of thing. Right. It's when you start like, I don't know, the different stuff, like the irreverent comedies and stuff like that. Like that's more of like a comedic theme that won't last. No, it's not about story. It's about slapstick. I feel like,
1: I feel like movies, a lot of the Kevin Smith movies, which we haven't done, wouldn't probably stand the test of time. Like all any I would of the that they um, probably don't. American Pies probably don't even fucking resonate no. anymore at all. Yeah, like those characters are kind of so the stifflers and the gyms are kind of so cliche and there's they don't bring anything new and the y- themes yeah. are like so kind of the themes are so um low lo- low like on you know like on the list of like good themes like this theme was about the movie the themes in this movie are about friendship family. about family about about um struggle. struggle. Hey, a, 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 <laughs> about um not scripted. About people. About people who who are different. Um, trying to to work together to like overcome adversity. And they like learn. Dogs to,
0: and cats living together.
1: And. They, <laughs> 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 not hysteria yeah <laughs> but uh steve martin like re- steve martin's arc of character in this movie is fantastic like mm-hmm. what's jim's arc of character in fucking america pie he fucks a pie like that's what i mean there's like nothing there's nothing to hold those movies there's no sustain I mean, you
2: do grow from that that's true i
1: mean you change like he's changed <laughs> yeah, he uh, the you only change. i think the only person in america pie who has any kind of fucking growth is the fucking
2: the, the shit break the kid from the rookie Shipbreak um, No, grows. the
1: one who like dates the the, the
2: mom. The Shipbreak fucks Stifler's mom. <laughs> he has <laughs> a true. huge arc. That that's true.
1: Arc. No, it's the guy who <laughs> Shipbreak. <laughs> it's the guy who It's the guy who uh fucks the uh Tara art Reed? Terror. No, he dates the singer and uh, originally he just joined oh, singing him. to like bang oh, singers.
2: Chris, uh chris fuck. disappeared chris from acting uh, yeah ever again
1: uh but he yeah. he tries <laughs> the to guy p- with
2: such a mild fuck of personality he barely remember. yeah he, he-
1: tries to join oh, he
2: was an election p- which we should do mm.
1: he tries to join yeah. the choir and bang choir chicks but then he falls in love with one and doesn't have sex with her because he and wants to wait of, you know, or whatever that's that's right. colin now yeah it is it's true i want right. to bang uh singers yeah <laughs> 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 that's my new thing.
3: There you go. Choir,
1: <laughs> choir, check. Yeah, I was saying Anyone who could sing. I was really, talking more about
2: the uh, a good voice <laughs> Involuntary celibacy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just <kidding>. All right, <laughs> just kidding. all right. Tra- or blowjob. Planes for blowjobs.
1: Plains, trades and automobiles. That doesn't count.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's allowed. That's a gimme. They might have been messing with the wrong guy, but we were messing with the right. <laughs> You're messing with the wrong guy. guy. Good flick. Mouth. Check it out. Alright everybody. <laughs> no, there's no five bucks is a pie. <laughs> Alright, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is hold underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week.